Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of the floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live, the fastest growing podcast in the libertarian movement. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Tonight, we'll be talking about a drunk pilot. Hilarious. Box of human heads was stolen. Less hilarious, but still somehow hilarious. Uh, Family dollar store infested with rats not the store itself but the main location where they shipped everything out <laughs> this will be fun um and it looks like world war three and a little bit more of other things and mostly the love and care for you in your comments tonight next on the cajun libertarian law Welcome, 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 all of you phenomenal people, loving, caring, passionate about this movement that we call liberty. I love y'all very, very much. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm glad that you are here with me. So before we get into our headlines tonight, I wanted to go over something that's you know probably important, very important, some things we've lost sight of. Uh, We'll stop there. We'll stop there. Let me start off with a clip from The View. I know what you're saying. Cajun, why in the hell would you play something from The View? They're absolutely ridiculous, moronic, and all of the above. And because of all of the above, that's why we're going to play it tonight, right now. And we're going to talk about it for a minute. So let's hear something real quick. Okay, let me stop right there. All right. So the Constitution is trash because it was written by slave owners. Yada, yada, yada. Joy Behar, who is the worst, by the way, if you didn't hear that clip from her a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about how <clears throat> there's literally going to be millions of people, and there already are, I think at this point right now, we're at 1.7 million people displaced, uh, left Ukraine. And then she goes on to say, after saying all somebody else on the show says all of these people, there's going to be so many people that died, so many people that are misplaced and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, yeah, well, and, uh, uh, what am I supposed to do? I, I can't go to my trip in Europe. I really want to be in Italy. Disgusting. Anyway, let's keep listening. With slavers and colonists. And then ask anybody who looked like me what they thought about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And then say, oh, Jim, come over here. What do you think about this old Constitution? Well, NASA, I so don't like how you sell my children. <laughs> um, I gotta say, man, this King George, he needs to be stopped. Yeah. Funny how, uh, I'm sorry, I'm stopping it again, but it, it, it's 
I don't know if it's funny or not, but the the condescending and mocking reference with the terrible southern accent to a, a document, and we're going to get into this document when, when we get done with this clip, that has literally provided every demographic, including this person who is black, to be able to have a platform and to be successful. <laughs> So, uh, I want to see this real quick. South Jersey Libertarian. I'm not sure how long I can stay, but good to see you, bro. Good to see you too, man. Look, I know everybody can't stay. Lives are hard to deal with. It's fine. Um, you can't turn your phone off and all that. Don't forget, you can always go to anchor.fm. I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere you can get your podcast. You can listen to all the great interviews that I've had. I mean, phenomenal Spike Cohen, Donald Rainwater, Larry Sharp, uh, Libertarian Redhead. The list goes on and on. Scott Horton. Oh, my God. What a phenomenal interview that was. Just a conversation. Matt Kibbe, fantastic. Dave Smith, remarkable. Go and listen to all those. You can listen to them podcast style. Plug them into your Bluetooth. You can turn your phone off, and you're good to go. So, no worries, my friend. South Jersey Libertarian. Eric, you're good, man. You can catch up. Let's continue on with this clown who's trashing the Constitution, and we're going to get more into that here in a minute, uh, while he's literally in a place of privilege to be able to even talk about this stuff. Okay? I am not going to be shy about this kind of talk. You can hate me. You can unfollow me. You can block me. I don't care. But the fact of the matter is that America has provided the greatest opportunity and platform for any demographic in the history of the world. The fact that you can sit on TV, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it. The fact that you can sit on TV and bitch about how much you hate the Constitution in America just shows how ignorant and absolutely stupid you are to even say these things because you're given an opportunity that the vast majority of this planet earth does not have. Do we have faults? Absolutely. Does our history contain blood, violence, slavery, and all of the worst things of humanity? Yes. Every freaking country does. Ugh, this is disgusting. But let's hear it. Let's, let's keep going. And yet, all of those people he just mentioned have an absolute equal opportunity, um, vastly more than any other country that has ever been established in the world in history. In history. It's incredible. I, I really want to nail something, but I'm going to let him continue before we get there. Constitution any way that makes sense for our modern world. That's you want to rewrite it? Do you want to rewrite it? I could. <laughs> I, could I could rewrite parts of it in a tweet. Yeah. So, Michelle, you are at CNN. 
All right. So he wants to rewrite the Constitution. That goes on for a lot longer. We're not going to listen to all that nonsense. Uh, he wants to rewrite the Constitution to be written with the consent of uh, people of color. I guess I'm just going to sum up what he's saying. He said black people, but uh, I'm assuming that he means all people of color, which actually includes everyone. Have you ever noticed there's no such thing as a white person? There's no such thing as a black person. Every person on this planet is just a different shade of brown. Okay. But the context of what he's saying, I understand. And I get the frustration. Right. I understand. But to even have the frustration is a, a remarkable exemplification of how ignorant people are and i don't think this dude is ignorant to be honest with you i think he's probably a very bright and intelligent person i think he's intentionally and i i can't say for sure i don't know him i don't know his thoughts i'm assuming which you shouldn't do but i think he knows what he's saying i think he full well understands that this country and that document has granted every demographic on the planet earth or basically, at least if you lived or born or live now within these borders, the opportunity to thrive and be successful more than any other system of government or or society that's ever been known. Ever been known. Okay. We talk a lot about how corrupt and inept our system is. And it is 100%. It's full-blown corrupt, and it, it's it's almost lost on a federal level. We still have massive, massive pull and influence on the local level. Never forget that. That's more important. That's more important. But let's talk about what this guy's saying. First of all, let's acknowledge the fact that if he actually believed what he said, what he's saying, on The View, which has millions of viewers. I don't believe that crap. But that's what they say. He's on millions of viewers. So let's address the obvious thing first. The fact that he's bold enough and that this network is bold enough to even speak these words to the American public on a show, which to their standards says, Millions of people watch, okay? Again, I don't believe that. I don't know how many people watch The View. It's retarded. Uh, I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, except to them. Don't. It's not a knock on people that are disabled, okay? I have family members that are mentally disabled and much worse. So uh, that's the last time I'm explaining. I'm going to keep using the word retarded. Sorry, y'all. My bad. Um, it is what it is. So uh, he's either retarded like the view is, or he's intentionally being deceitful and intellectually dishonest. I'm going to prefer the latter. He is intentionally being intellectually dishonest. Now, let's talk about this. <laughs> Hold on. I can hit this. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you, Libertarian Party Mises Caucus of Florida. Retard unite. Yes, indeed. David Welch, you're good. Look, man. I want to make sure I talk to everybody, okay? I, I'm not here to offend people by, by saying certain words, but we've got to get past this ridiculous 
concept that we we must be careful and tread lightly and not walk and walk on eggshells to ensure that we're not offending anybody. No, man. Look, if you understand the context, it's all good. And I've laid out the context. I'm not going to do it again. You watch the show. You know, I'm a great or I want to be a great human being. I love everyone. I'm going to use the word retarded because it's funny and it's applicable. So moving past that, this guy is intellectually dishonest. All right. If we if he actually knew. And maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But you heard that just now. The Constitution has long been shredded and tossed in the trash. Okay? We're not living in a world right now. We're not living in a country of these United States that actually abides by the Constitution. Look at the gun control laws. Look at the First Amendment violations. Uh, And I'm going to get into this experience that I just had with with the uh, firearms trainer at my concealed carry class, you know, and that, that's part of it. But really, I want to talk about this guy, right? And, and, and it's not even this guy. It's the idea that they're bold enough now. Just, just think, two years ago, if somebody on a major, major TV network were to come out and say the Constitution is trash, we need to rip it up and start over. No way. No way. So what we need, or what I need, <laughs> really is what I'm looking for. I hope everybody else is looking for it too, but I'm just going to talk about what I'm looking for because you know, I, I hope I can reflect reflect some of y'all's mindset, is that how in the world did we get so far gone that people are emboldened enough to say on a nationally syndicated program that the Constitution is trash and it needs to be ripped up and thrown away. Even though it already has been. This guy probably knows it. We don't abide by constitutional law anymore. Our rights have been shredded. And I'm not just talking about the last two years of the COVID regime. I'm talking about decades. Decades and probably two centuries uh, I, I you could go and research court law and understand that the the very day the very the very you know moment in time where the constitution was enacted following very shortly they began to shred it all right i've said this before i'll continue to say it because it's freaking important it's really really important. The United States of America has the greatest documentation of law, supreme law, being the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, to mitigate the expansion of government in world freaking history. No other documentation has provided liberty and freedom to the individual with the escape of government oppression Not just that, but negative rights that are supposed to control the federal government in city and state and local governments and all the way in between. We're talking about federalism, right? And yet in less than 300 years, and that's up to debate, okay? I'm just giving a broad example. In less than 300 years, 
it's gotten completely out of control. With the best documentation of law in history. And we're out of control already. And this guy wants to shred it up for other reasons, right? Because um, at that time, and the, oh, just that appeal to emotion, right? And that's what it's based on. It's not based on fact or logic or anything like that. It's based on the appeal to emotion. That's why he uses the condescending, destructive narrative of this uh, Southern accent master. You know, it, it, we've got to come to a point where we recognize things for what they are. All right. We understand fully that the Constitution has been shredded. We do. I believe this guy does. He doesn't care. The main problem with this is that major news networks and this person is bold enough to say these things out loud. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say two years ago, no way in hell you could ever say these things out loud and not just get chastised for them. There's no way they would have been, this guy would be bold enough to be on The View, which is disgustingly terrible, and say the Constitution is trash and it needs to be destroyed and reconstructed. With that being said, let's check some comments real quick and I'll finish this uh, this last segment up. We'll get to the other ones. Matt says, what's up, Cajun? What's up, bro? Tim, Congress shall make no law, etc., etc. But the language didn't add an or else statement. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they, they wrote the law and it was as best as it could be written. And look, if this guy was really serious, okay, the Constitution also says if uh, the consent by the governed, okay, consent of the governed. So if the governed do not consent, we are supposed to, and dot, 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 carry along that same line, can abolish that government and start a new one that better reflects the people. But that doesn't uh, that doesn't abolish or eliminate the Constitution. That just says we can start a new government. So this person is and I'm, look, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, which is actually worse. It's worse that he's being intellectually dishonest than he is ignorant. But he's one of the two, and we gotta always keep that in mind, Tim. What happens to Congress for making such a law? What consequences exist for trampling rights? <laughs> I follow what you're saying, my friend. I do. Hold on. my. Uh... Let's see what here. Libertarian Party of Mises Caucus, Florida. The Federalist Anti-Federalist Papers may trump the U.S. Constitution in worth. Judges use it when ruling in constitutional law. That is a fact. LPMC from Florida. It's mainly shredded by judges and legislators who don't read the Federalist Papers. No question. Um, DefyThePower.com. Get your mug today. Free ab free advertisement there for my friendly diabetic throat wetter. Uh, 
<clears throat> let's see. Oh, I just shared that. It's treason from Beth. It really is. It really, really is. All right. So with that being said, let me give you a short example. Where are we at here? Right, 21, 21 minutes and 50 seconds. Okay, we're good. Carrying along the same line of the Constitution that this guy clearly has no idea what he's talking about and hates America and everything we stand for and doesn't really get any of what we're supposed to be doing, which is to be building a more perfect union, which is in the Constitution, by the way. Can, can <laughs> consent of the governed, which he is a part of, which every human being that lives within these imaginary borders is, consent of the governed can abolish that government when they see that it doesn't represent them and start a new one. <sighs> so he clearly doesn't understand, or he is a liar, or both. Either way, let me give you a short example of some actual honesty, but very, very, very much a case of cognitive dissonance at its best. I did my firearm, uh, concealed carry firearm class, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before. It was the weekend after I spoke to the Libertarian Party of Arkansas Convention. Dude that was teaching the class was young. Uh, he was articulate. He was animated. He, he's really like uh, what you want in somebody who's teaching a class, especially when you're you know sitting through eight hours of it. Somebody that you want because they're engaging and they're interesting to talk to. I say all that for a reason. Number one, he's a 25 or no, I'm sorry. He's still, I think he's still a SWAT sniper for Ridgeland Police Department here in Mississippi. Let's get to the good news of that section. And that's, he was full on pro 2A. Not like your, 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 kick or, uh, what's that term? Whatever. Not like your, not like your typical Republican. Okay. He was full 2A. I talked to him. He was explaining all the laws. And I, I, I talked to him. I said, hey, man, uh, right there in front of the class. I said, the person that doesn't obey all these laws that they're uh, putting on the average law-abiding citizen, the criminals don't care. They don't obey that. And he said, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So he's full of two-way. He wasn't like the, the regular Republican moron that's like, oh, well, I don't care about bump stocks. And yeah, we should keep machine guns away. No, none of that. He was like, yeah. Okay. So I give him credit where credit's due. Two examples of where he's so far off y'all. And I could tell he was, he was legit honest about this. Okay. This is a problem. He's, he was talking about how at one time they pulled over somebody with tinted windows and it, they found a murderer from Alabama. Now, how about all the other times where you put, not only the officer, officer's life at risk, but everybody, uh, every single citizen, okay? Reduce the interactions of law enforcement with the community 
and you have a much better result. People trust law enforcement more. There's better tr uh, uh, relationship there. You're saving officers' lives. You're saving citizens' lives. The less interactions, the better. This should be obvious. But he was still advocating for the fact that we got this one guy that we pulled over for tinted windows and he was accused of murder in Alabama. How about all the other times that you put your life at risk and that the, those people may have been at risk? I mean, it's just, and you could, I could see in his eyes, like he really believed it. He was really adamant about it. Okay. This is brainwashing at its fullest. Second example. He was talking about, well, uh, okay. Uh, he was talking about how the, when he was pro two way, he said, there's only bad people with bad intentions and that guns aren't a problem. There's only bad people with bad intentions. Okay. And then live during the, the seminar or the class, sorry, he gets an alert saying there was a robbery in Colorado uh, of a, uh, a cannabis store. Okay. And then immediately he goes, and we just legalized medical cannabis here. Huh. And puts his phone down. That's, that's real. That's what we're dealing with y'all. That's real. I know most of you know that, but it's very important that we highlight that. It's very real. He literally said, being pro 2A and 2A to the fullest. That only bad people with bad intentions commit these crimes. And then a breaking news report in the middle of the class. A cannabis a store in Colorado got robbed. And he shakes his head and sighs and says, and we just legalized cannabis here. This is what we're dealing with. But that kind of thought process can be corrected. These are simple mental fundamentals. If we're just talking to our neighbors. Yes, Beth, thank you. Cognitive dissonance to the fullest. It's incredibly horrible. Incredible. So please, please, please talk to your neighbors. Have these conversations because they're worth having. And the reason I went after this guy was because he was a, a really good instructor instructor of what he was doing. And he was using his platform of being a firearms instructor to push his political agenda. And that agenda was faulty all the way through, except the 2A part. So let's talk to our neighbors. Let's have these conversations because those kinds of conversations, just those little links there, you can see that there's no way it can be argued against because our philosophy is the best philosophy. Take it or leave it. That's just thought. Now let's get to our headlines right after we check a couple of comments. Mr. Just Because Cajun, what's up, bro? South Jersey. Yep. Firefighters don't go looking for fires. Exactly. Beth, cognitive dissonance. 
Let's see. Mr. Just because people are stuck on stupid because they can't get past their learned bias. That's exactly right. But that's because their learned bias exists in a thought bubble. They live and dwell and operate in their own think tank. <laughs> Tim. Oh, well, I see what you did there. Headlines. Yes, indeed. We'll get there soon enough, Tim. I promise you. So, Family Dollar is facing multiple class action lawsuits in at least three states due to the rat infestation at the company's West Memphis Distribution Center. Okay, this doesn't seem like, you know, something that we would be super involved with, but I wanted to keep it relatively light tonight and have some fun with all that's going on in the world. So, um, yeah. Oh, Mr. Just Because with the paper stack. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've always wanted to do paper, right? Physical paper. Uh, maybe I'm old school. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not old school when it comes to podcasting because I haven't even made a year of doing this yet. But I really like paper. And when I hear other people doing paper on the radio or on their podcast, I really like it's, you know, it's a, an aesthetic pleasing sound. So, you know, I like it. It's good. All right. So last month, the FDA said it discovered thousands of rodents inside the plant and said some products shipped to family dollar stores in six States, including Tennessee, Arkansas, and Mississippi may have been contaminated. This is incredible. Um, it, it's not really that far-fetched, but typically, look, I work in the pest control industry, so look, here you go. Insectum pest management, that's me right there. Yep. If you need to get rid of rats in your family dollar store, please call me. 1-800-417-6013 or visit our website, insectumpest.com. We're right there. Do it, do it now. Don't let your dollar generals and family dollars get overloaded with rats. So, the plaintiffs accused family dollar, dollar of selling the recall products despite having knowledge of the rat infestation and knowing the products were not fit for human and animal cons or animal consumption at the time of sale. Two other class action lawsuits were filed in Mississippi and Louisiana, the attorneys who filed the suits could not be reached for comment on Saturday. Family Dollar has not yet responded to a request for comment about the about the lawsuits. That's hilarious to me. Beth says, I have cats. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I told you it was going to keep it light. We're going to go light. We're going to stay light because, wow, there's so much negative going on in the world so i thought i would hope to be um somebody who could maybe have a little fun and and laugh tonight anchor.fm don't forget anchor.fm slash the cajun libertarian if you need to find me you can google me i'm the only cajun libertarian on the planet if you're new to the show welcome we love you get in the comments everyone loves you i promise you and we will have a good time this is one of the best comment sections of any show within the libertarian movement it's the fastest growing podcast within the libertarian movement so tune in comment if you can't do it live that's fine you can get there from spotify google wherever you want to 
All right, so this one right here, this story right here, look. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I, it's kind of shocked, really, to be frank. Uh, drunk jet blue pilot pulled off flight at Buffalo Airport was four times over the limit. Now, that limit is, is funny. So, But before we get there, let's see. Uh, a pilot who appeared to be drunk was removed from the cockpit. The cockpit. That's how far he made it. Was to the cockpit of a JetBlue fly, uh, flight as it was about to take off from Buffalo, police said. Tests confirmed that the pilot had a blood alcohol level of 0.17%. Transit police said. Federal rules set at 0.04 limit for flying. So he was four times over the legal limit of flying an aircraft. And got on the plane anyway. That dude's, that dude's a boss. Uh, I would argue that 0.04% of alcohol in your system is four times the amount that you should have if you're flying a plane. <laughs> like, right? The, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, maybe the personal opinion of mine is that 0% should be the limit set. If you're going to fly an aircraft that could potentially kill, you know, I don't know, like if you hit the wrong spot, probably 100,000 people. I don't know. But look, and that, again, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. I can't say what it's like to fly a plane. I've never have. Uh, but I used to drink about a fifth and a half of whiskey a night every single night for a long time. I could drink a fifth of, fifth of whiskey and drive a car. Very safely, you know, after a while of doing that. I may not remember that drive, but at the time I did it safely, got back home most of the time. One time I did run into a gas station with my truck when I was drunk, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's probably here. No, yeah, that, that happened. I did uh, back in the day. This is probably 15 years ago. Uh, my brakes went out, but I would, I had been drinking. It was like 12 o'clock in the morning, uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was, you know, not hammered, but I had already had several beers drove and my brakes went out, drove it right through the uh, front of the gas station, which is bad. And I didn't go to jail. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, they didn't breathalyze me, but they knew that my brakes were out because they were the ones that confirmed it for me. So anyway, I, I don't know what it's like to fly a plane, but I, I'm just saying from on its surface on face level, I'd probably go with, yeah, 0% should be the limit on how much alcohol you should be able to consume prior to flying a jet that could potentially kill hundreds of thousands of people. All right, tests, confir tests confirmed the pilot had a blood alcohol level of 0.17%. Transit police said federal rules set a 0.04 limit for flying. Passengers on their way to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, said they watched from the plane as the pilot, one of two scheduled for the flight, was placed in a patrol car. So it looks like he did get arrested. That sucks. And probably fired. He'll probably never be able to fly again. So <laughs> the story behind this is pretty hilarious. So, um, but yeah, 
Whatever the procedures are before you fly, they should have caught him before he was on the plane, but they didn't. He was on the uh, he was on the plane in the cockpit. Desiree Breckenridge Barnes of Gene told WGRZ TV, "Whatever the procedures are before you fly, they should have caught him before he was even in the cockpit." And I don't know about you, but that's just uh, that's pretty funny to me. That's pretty funny. Oh, and by the way, uh, for some reason didn't get didn't get here on uh on my notes, which my my stack of papers that uh, I, was South Jersey. Oh no, it was Mister Just Because I said, yeah, sorry, I like the papers. Well, at first he was like he told the officers, I had two or three beers, and then he told uh, he told them, maybe I had five or six beers. And then they caught him on the phone later saying that he had 10 tall boys. So he had 10 22-ounce beers. Went to bed. It was about midnight. His flight was at 6 p.m. And obviously he did fail the breathalyzer. So <laughs> that's good. Very good. Yeah, do a barrel roll, right? South Jersey. With my CDL, my legal limit is 0.4 also. Beth. Buffalo Airport workers, winners of the Not My Job Award. <laughs> That's good. That's the best comment I've seen in a long time. Yes, indeed. Buffalo workers like, not my job at all. He'll get caught one way or the other. All right. And then our last uh, our last segment of the night. Where are we at? We're at 40 minutes. Perfect. A box containing human heads was stolen from a park freight company truck in Denver, officials said Saturday. The box was being transported for medical research during purposes, and Denver police are investigating the incident. I have so many questions. Who are they, cadavers? Where'd you get the heads from? Human heads. Where, where did, what? And we've been studying human heads for a long time. Now you're never going to be able to fully understand the human brain. Ever. Never, ever, never. It's an absolute, remarkable, miraculous, and divine intervent, uh, invention. Okay, I've missed no words about it. That is a God thing. How complex our human body and our brain and our physiology is, that's a God thing. You can be bad about it later. We're still friends. You know, I still love you if you don't do the God thing. And you're an evolutionary. It's fine. It's fine. I'm telling you. Check the science. Can't be explained at all. Physiological... Uh, makeup of the human and a lot of mammals really but specifically humans in the brain they don't understand it at all they don't because it's a modern day miracle well it's not it's not modern day but it's unexplainable it's divine invention so <clears throat> a box of human heads was stolen from a part freight company truck in denver 
Police officials said Saturday the box was being transported for medical research purposes. Someone broke into the truck Thursday morning while it was parked in Denver's Central Park neighborhood on Thursday morning, CBS Denver reported. I have so many questions. How on earth? Number one, why? Why why, why is the freight car carrying boxes of human heads? This need, uh, Inquiring minds need to know, okay? But really, disregarding the science, okay? So that can be easily passed off for a scientific reason. We're trying to understand. Okay, fine. Why in the world were you parked in Central Park? And why was it unmanned? You've got a van of human heads. And you're just parked in Central Park with no supervision. That's incredible. That's incredible. The blue and white box was marked with a label that said exempt human specimen police said a dolly was also stolen from the truck hey look the uh the thieves were efficient that's for sure they stole the human heads and the dolly to transport them good on them why was your van full of human heads parked in central park with no supervision and on the side of the van it tells people there's human specimens <laughs> it's just a, this is an incredible story and I, I'm I'm going to follow up with this okay I literally got an email this is from the blaze all right I got the email from the blaze which I didn't click on I just saw the freaking shot of it screenshotted it while I was driving and then I went on to uh this website which I, I believe is a Denver news site and got this and then look hey if I had more explanation to give you I would. That's all they gave us. And there's nobody that's been arrested. There's no charges. They have no idea who stole the human heads and the dolly from a truck that was parked in Central Park with specimen on the side of it, human specimen on the side of it. What the hell? Oh, my God. This, is, this might be the funniest and most crazy, intriguing story I've ever come across. Uh, let's check some comments. Uh, right? I guess dental school doesn't need the rest. Beth. Beth, sorry. Where's the rest of them? Right? That's what I'm saying. It's remarkable. Kenny Johnson, I'm jelly. That's a serial killer comment right there. Not really. Kenny's all over the place, man. Love Kenny. He's a great dude. Um, Nicole. Hey, missed you this weekend. Oh, my God. Okay. So... Back to our our drunk jet blue pilot who uh, was four times over the legal limit, and the legal limit is probably four times over what a pilot should be consuming, which uh, should be zero. He was uh, passengers on their way. They watched from the plane as the pilot was scheduled for the flight but that pilot was placed in a patrol car. Nicole, I wasn't the only one that missed my flight here recently. 
still very upset about it. Wish I could have been there, but at least have uh, I'm not alone. I wasn't drunk, so that's good. He was. Ten tall boys, 22 ounce. <laughs> Just peeling them back, baby, at midnight for a 6 a.m. flight. Get on you, bro. Uh, probably shouldn't have done that. But uh, that being said, yeah. Nicole, I am so sorry. I, I'm, I, I thought I did everything right. Um, I had my alarm set. I had three of them set. So I didn't miss the flight. Somehow there was a setting on my phone that turned it to silent alarm. Or I did something or one of my kids did something accidentally. I, I'm still very, very, very upset that I was not in Pennsylvania this weekend where I should have been. Even though you guys had a lot of chaos up there. But at least I wasn't the only one that missed my flight. So I love y'all. Y'all are fantastic. Wish I could. Uh, wish I could have been there. I, I'm, I'm never going to be able to, to get that memory back. Maybe they'll pull someone over for window tint and find the box. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. Or they can, uh, you know, not pull people over for window tint so that. The person having window tint, which this was also disgusting because the cop was like, no, we, we can't see anything that's going on in the car. And I look around the room to see people's reactions. It was like four or five people are just shaking their head like, oh, well, shouldn't be able to do that. Cops should be able to do whatever. they What the hell are you talking about? That's their car. You should not be able to see into it. You have no right to see into it. There's none of you. None of your business is going on inside of that vehicle. That concerns you unless there's an actual victim of a crime going on in which that case untinted windows aren't going to stop that and more than likely if you pull them over for those tinted windows they're going to kill you so stop being stupid nicole i can understand why you missed it we should get you a pilot license yes at least i won't be four times over the legal limit if I decide to fly a plane. So, very accurate. Nathan, what's up, man? I would have expected a truck full of head. That sounds like a Kamala Harris quote. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I would have expected a truck full of heads being stolen from the Clinton administration. Double whammy. Hmm. Head, Kamala Harris. Head, Monica Lewinsky. Clinton administration. That's a double joke. Fantastic. And you saw it live. Nicole Schultz, did you hear I was then nominated for governor? I did not. Wow. Um, I know there's some some craziness going on with LPPA with the governor thing. Um, talk to me behind the scenes. I want to hear about this. Still support Joe Soloski, J-O-E-S-O-L-O-S-K-I, Joe Soloski for governor. Governor, I'm, I'm just giving free freaking advertisements right now. Hey, look, if you want a slot, I have availabilities. I have many of them. Talk to me about sponsorship for the show. Fastest growing show in the libertarian podcast. Er, fastest growing show in the libertarian movement. By far, hands down. April makes a, April 2nd will make a year of podcasting. And look how far this has grown because of y'all. It's amazing. Joe Soloski for Pennsylvania governor. 
still have that ad right there. Nicole Schultz is supposed to be her, or um, Nicole Schultz is supposed to be his lieutenant governor. Uh, South Jersey, where were you going to be at in Pennsylvania? I was supposed to be in Williamsport again. I've already been up there once, and uh, I was so bad and embarrassing that they decided to pay a bunch of money to have me up there again to speak at their convention. And I'm literally, oh, I, I do not understand why people are asking me to do this. It's crazy to me. But that's where we're at. So I'm going to do the best damn job I can. You know, that's just it. I'm passionate. I'm here. Uh, when the big tech overlords allow me to be here, I'll be here as much as possible, spreading the message of liberty. Uh, look, here's something I see a lot, too. People talking about being activists, just not online. Yes, fantastic. I will say this, though. Picking up trash on the side of the road, that's fantastic. All right, that's great. But are you striking up conversations in the gas station, in the supermarket? Are you talking to your neighbors about how corrupt and inept and how destructive our government is and how it needs to be disbanded and rebuilt from the bottom up or just, just demolished? It's an option to just saying the existence of the government is violence. The existence of the state is violent and corrupt in nature. So that's my anarchist pitch for the little bit going on sorry uh, i have that thread in me that vein is very deep i love that idea i just don't think it's very realistic and we can have that conversation another time anyway back to what we were talking about did i even finish this uh segment yeah no oh, oh no i didn't okay so back to the human heads by the way the blue and white box was marked with a label that said except exempt human specimen. Police said it, uh, a dolly was also stolen from the truck. Good on them being efficient for sure. You're going to steal a whole box truck of human heads. Definitely, definitely steal the dolly too. That way you can transport them efficiently. I don't know what the hell they're going to. That's another thing, right? Like what did you, what is your plan after you stole a box truck full of human heads that was clearly left unsupervised even with the, on the side of the van, it says there's human specimens in it. Oh, man, they steal it. I'm super in Central Park. Now, what is your plan? What are you going to do with these human heads? I have to know these things. Inquiring minds must know. I'm going to follow up with this as best as I can when we find this stuff out. So, um, excellent. Other than that, I'll I'll end it with this. Um, it, that. It definitely looks like we're on the verge of World War III, okay? You know, as much as we hate war, we're anti-war adv advocates and activists, much more than Republicans or Democrats, and always have been. I mean, they just steal this stuff from us. We have all the best ideas, and they just take it, claim their own, because they have all the money and all the media. It's insane. I don't think that even though the, I'd say the, probably the vast majority of the public right now stands no war. There's no way we can go to war with Russia. That will not, there's no way that ends good. That is not a good ending, but I think we're there. I, I don't see any way around it. I think we're being pushed, not just by Putin, but by the Ukrainian government who habitually calls for a no fly zone. 
they keep calling. If we do, if we enact a no-fly zone, that's a direct conflict with Russia. That means we have to shoot down their planes. We have to take out their um, anti-air missile defense system. I just don't. I don't see any way out of this unless there's some sort of agreement reached here really soon. And I, I just don't see, do you, Kenny Johnson, do you ever wake up, kiss a person beside you and feel glad that you were alive? I just did. And apparently will not be allowed in an American. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, um, I, I don't see any other result here than, than us getting engaged and involved. I don't, I don't trust our government. No, none of us should, right? We're, we're literally trying to condemn Russia for, for killing women and children. When we just effing drone strike the family of what, 12 or seven or 12 in Afghanistan, like what for us to have any freaking uh, notion to, to be, some sort of moral guide is unbelievable and terrible, but I don't think there's any way out of it. So I'll say this, I'll end with this because I have to, I wanted to talk about this a lot longer, but I don't want to go over an hour tonight. I'll talk about it again here soon, probably Wednesday night when I have another guest on a Friday night. I'll say this prepare. All right. Hillary Clinton's dumbass is on, on the internet and on, on TV saying, we should do cyber warfare with Russia. Russia is far better at cyber warfare than we are. Uh, Russia, uh, Russia's already shut down several of our, of our pipeline, pipelines by hacking them. Uh, Russia could hack our financial and banking system at the snap of a finger, and nobody would be able to access money. So pull out enough money, pull out enough cash to last you a week. All right? You got this dumbass, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name. That's how insignificant he is. Republican. What is his name? Lindsey Graham. Ha! Got it. Lindsey Graham talking about literally advocating for an assassination of a superpower leader. We have bombed people for that. Oops, sorry. We have bombed people for that. These people need to shut the up. Shut the up. We have no place in this war. We overthrew the Ukrainian government ourselves to try and install our own situation, our own style of government and Western freedom and democracy over there. And now we're trying to we have no business with this. And look, I am not pro-Putin. I am just anti-war. And to think and believe that what our media is doing by trying to shove Ukrainian pro-propaganda down our throats and anti-Russian propaganda down our throats is disgusting. Disgusting. Both of those governments are completely corrupt. Yes, we... I don't want innocent women and children and men being slaughtered via war ever. And I don't want these Ukrainians being uh, suffering from this. But there's no way in hell we should be involved other than sanctions. And if they were going to sanction, they should have done it the real way from the jump. The fact that they haven't is a blatant 
obvious truth that there's so much going on behind the scenes that there none of this can be trusted. That okay, I, I rambled for a little bit there. Don't trust any of what you're seeing from the media in regards to Ukraine and Russia. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I would be loud, 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 loud about advocating against military involvement in this conflict 100%. No way in hell. In, in all conflicts, no war. Already against the next war. And prep, y'all, please. Don't call me crazy if you do. That's fine. You can call me conspiracy theorist. Call me a whack job. I don't care. But prep. All right. Our power grid could go down overnight. Our financial banking system can go down overnight. Make sure that you have enough guns, ammunition, food, and water to last you a month. Non-perishables. Right. Thirty days minimum. Two weeks. Two weeks minimum. Thirty days medium. Preferably. Six, uh, 90 days do whatever you have to because none of this stuff is trustworthy right now i'm ending on a very serious note even though we had a very fun and comedic episode a lot of you joined in tonight thank you so much if you never listened to a word i've said please listen to this get you at least two weeks to 30 days of non-perishable goods water ammunition and firearms because you just never know. You never, I look, preps, prep, guns, food, all that stuff is like condoms. All right. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And you never know what's going to happen, especially with this crazy situation that we have going on in the world today. So don't steal box trucks full of human heads. Uh, dollar, family dollar, call me insectandpest.com I can solve your rat issue and uh, yeah don't be drunk and try to fly a plane I love y'all very much so so much I love being here I cannot believe I'm still so floored that you guys elected me to be in this position I mean that's what I view it as I've told you that before this feels like an elected position to be here the internet picks and chooses who they want and you guys have chosen me and that's absolutely incredible. Stay safe. Take care. Absolutely. And maybe they just needed the dolly. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, I will see you Wednesday night. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. And I am out.